You're listening to Inspirations from Ralph. You are greatly favoured. Part 2. In the last episode, we looked at what exactly is God's favour and how it's not only approval, but an intensely personal gift that is delightfully given. But there's more than that. It is a call to engage with him and it's an appeal. A divine influence on the heart, we said. God has relentlessly pursued us down through the corridors of time and still does so. But in this episode, I want to look at how do we get God's favour? And I want to really deal with how we don't gain God's favour. And the first point here is that God's favour is not earned. Really, really clear in Mark 1 when Jesus was getting baptised by John in the Jordan. Please note that it was right at the start of Jesus' ministry, before he did anything. And remarkably, a voice came from heaven when he was in the water. You are my son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Now, this occurred after years of silence, really. We lose track of Jesus' life when he was about 12. But how could God already be well pleased with Jesus because his ministry was just beginning. He hadn't done all the stuff. Maybe God should have saved his praise for after all the conversions and healings and raising people from the dead, but it wasn't. As it turned out, God's timing was just right, true to form. Our Father is more interested in the person than in the performance, how his children are doing, not what they are doing. The second point is God's favour is not based on good works. And this is a classic text from scripture. It's really a foundation to this area, the zone of favour. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for it is by grace you have been saved. Grace is the same word as favour. Through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. So, Paul says that the Jesus way is the way of grace. You've been saved, you've been rescued, redeemed, delivered as an act of grace or an act of God's favour. The alternative to this is what he calls works. We might call it the spiritual performance plan. We live in a performance culture. I have to perform right to impress God. I have to build my life right and not muck it up. Get the right exams, the right university, the right job, marry the right person. I have to buy the right house and have the right kids get those kids into the right school, they have to achieve the right lifestyle, build the right career, and on and on and on it goes. And finally, God 
just becomes one more performance evaluator to add to all the jury in our mind. And we keep mucking it up. God's love, God's favour, God's presence, His power and His forgiveness are available to you as a free gift of grace. We don't have to get exhausted in trying to impress Him or trying to work for that favour. The greatest competitor to the favour of God is a spiritual performance plan. It really is. Thirdly, God's favour is not based on keeping the law. Just tell me what to do, what laws to keep, what regulations, what clothes to wear, food to eat, what things to say and not say. Just tell me, I'll just follow the rules. That's not what it's about. In Romans 8, 1-4, it says, With the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation, the spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin, instead of a deep healing of it. Verse 4, and now what the law code asked for, but we couldn't deliver, is accomplished, as we, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. God bless you.